2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for wall qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. What's trending? All right, let's
0: check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. trending.
2: Number one on what's trending sad news in college football, we had mentioned yesterday the the health scare and the health issues for Mike Leach. Unfortunately, Mississippi State Football announced that their head coach, Mike Leach, passed away last night due to complications related to a heart condition. He was 61 years old. Uh, The news on Sunday was that he had been transported to a hospital uh, after suffering some sort of medical emergency uh, and terrible news coming out of of Starkville, uh, Mississippi. Uh, One of the, the more unique college football coaches Absolutely. you'll ever see and will ever see uh, in the sport. Uh, I know a little bit later on the show, we'll, we'll, we'll play a couple cuts from some of the moments that he had because there were, there were so many, whether it was in press conferences, whether it was in the, the halftime silent reporter interview, uh, but really sad news, terrible news for uh, for those I know, in college football, for, for uh, the sport as a whole, lost a, a great figure.
3: I know that a lot of people remember him for like kind of the absurd stuff. He talks about weddings or all this stuff. He is widely known as one of the more innovative People who moved college football forward. Like air raid offenses started with Mike Leach. Look right? at his coaching tree. Cliff oh, Kingsbury,
4: Lincoln Riley, Sonny Dykes. Like he's got, I think, almost a dozen different head coaches around football that came from his tree.
3: There is a there's like a video circulating of his his only year in Oklahoma when he's describing the air raid offense before it took over college football in the mid- like in the late 90s, early two thousands. Like, well, we're gonna do this and we're gonna spread it out, and this is the way we're gonna play it. He is, it's not just like the, oh, he's a he was a character in this great, you know, like yeah. he was great for the sport. As Nick had pointed out, all the guys who came off of his coaching tree alone. Next up on Watch Training, the semifinals for the World Cup start today. First match will be Argentina at Croatia. The second match will obviously be tomorrow, taking place with Morocco and France. At this point, how many people are left alive in the World Cup? Uh, Winner predicting that Spec put up on the, the board one that
2: we're doing between our station and club. I want to say what there's like. Three I or had four Argentina, of so I'm still there's alive. You, Rob, uh, C Dot just said whatever Rob picks. I don't know if that is an official entry or not, but I don't think it should uh, count. I think it, I don't think so either. Yeah, I think it's just you and Rob on Argentina, and then there's a couple people on France. A few people are on France, so it's getting down. Obviously,
3: shocking. Nobody had Morocco or, or Croatia.
2: No, Morocco, two hundred to one to win it all. Now they're two matches, two wins away uh, from doing that, which is just remarkable. Two hundred to one if you would have bet on them.
3: The World Cup I like that. In, like any sport, this is a lot like March Madness stuff. This is George Mason getting to the final four. Morocco is not supposed to be there. They don't have the talent, the size, the cut. You know, like first uh, first African
2: country to ever make it to the to the semifinals. Next up. On, it's Morocco. It's crazy. Uh, next up on what's trending. couple signings in the NFL. Veterans, some guys that weren't even playing football this year. Everybody kind of thought they were just going to retire. Colt Beasley has signed a contract with the Buffalo Bills. Of course, it spent some time with Buffalo for a couple of years. Maybe it tells you it's a depth move, sure, but also maybe they feel like they need another weapon come playoff time. And then T.Y. Hilton, haven't heard that name in a while, uh, he signed with the Dallas Cowboys yesterday. All the talk about Beckham. Um, and it's T.Y. Hilton, actually, at this point for now, being signed in Beckham. Well, this is the Beckham just-
3: sign if Beckham's not signing with any of these teams.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Beckham, as we were talking about it, the longer it lingered out, like, he's just not going to be ready in time.
3: Do you see our guy Jordan Schultz was still saying that the Chiefs have stayed in communication with Odell Beckham? Haven't scheduled a meeting, but they've stayed in communication with him. For what? That's like a you up text. You up? You or like seen? you
4: see that she broke up with her boyfriend on Instagram. So you're just like, hey, you up? What you been up to? How you been? And you just send the text and be like, hey, man,
3: sorry about it. I saw, I know it didn't I saw work. Beasley and T.Y. sign there. It's too bad.
4: I know it didn't Good work out though. for those other guys, but
3: I'm still here. If you had to give Odell Beckham Jr. vet minimum guarantee for this year and next year with incentives it took to, like, seven or eight, would you do it?
2: No, I don't want to do a multi-year deal. I told you that. I, I, One-year one deal next year with incentives. That's What's it. the
3: difference? And you're not paying him anything. You since Vetmin. said it's vet men.
2: No, I just don't think he's going to bring it's too. It's too late in the season now. I mean, honestly, it's. He has to learn a whole new system. He, there's reports that his knee's not going to be ready until mid-January. He like, says he
3: doesn't is, think that playing in the regular season matters.
2: I, I don't think he's going to benefit any team this year. Now, fast forward this conversation to March. Yeah, why not? I'd be interested in him next off-season on a one-year deal with incentives. I just don't think he's, he matters for this year, so why waste your time with that distraction for this year anymore?
3: That's fair. Still no updated information on this, but lastly on what's trending. Kyler Murray is scheduled to get a MRI today after he left with a non-contact injury last night. Just what, like four plays into that game against the New England Patriots last night? But the reporting still suggesting that there's, quote, little doubt that it's torn. That according to his, you know, referring to his ACL. Just a reminder that that field in Arizona has single-handedly wiped out Every NFL player, apparently, this year. They have got to do something about it before the Super Bowl. I don't think they have to replace the whole thing or do massive work on the field. They cannot let people keep playing on that field if this is what's going to look like for the Super Bowl. It's a mess. I
2: believe they do at all these venues now if you know bring in a new f- playing service if it's a natural grass service for if it's a natural grass for a Super Bowl I, I think they do bring it in but they got to check what the process has been there's been more issues with playing services in the league this year than I can remember so what you know you got some players that are out there saying that they want just natural grass because this field serve stuff has caused injuries and then now you have a venue the Cardinals that's natural grass they wheel it I think they roll it in right that they're one of the same that roll it in and they're having issues with their surface. So I don't know why it's so difficult. This is the National Football League. We know the kind of money all these owners and teams break in. Break in. How are you spend, so bad at spend it? Spend the money to get it right. The Chiefs facility, their field playing conditions is always fantastic. It used to be terrible, looked, right? And then was, they started taking care of there it. There was always the jokes, you know, Carl Peterson, the green paint, right? All that kind of yeah. stuff that it would happen in the 90s. The playing surface, we've seen these... these long seasons playoff games at home for consecutive games we see put those big and tent
3: over the grass yeah, and all the thing the, to make it
2: work the Chiefs for a grass surface have the best in the league when it comes to a natural grass surface they, they can figure it out we live in a cold weather city it can be done believe it or not if, if they can do it in Kansas City how on earth can the Cardinals not figure this the concerning
3: out? part is that it keeps getting described the same way for every player who's gotten hurt on that surface this year it's always like the just the ground gave out underneath them like it cost the Chiefs Butker for weeks. Could have ended up costing him the one seed. Seriously, go back. They're going to win one of those games with Butker in it. So they win. They'd they be in the lead for the one seed. Could be on pace for fifteen and two. I don't know. It's not the end of the world. But they also lost their best corner, maybe, in Trim McDuffie for a big chunk of the season. I just don't for the get same it. reason. Do something about your stupid field. Yeah, man.
2: Billions of dollars can't figure out
3: the. the Kyle Murray just signed like for like two hundred and fifty million dollars. You sure you don't want him healthy?
2: That is what's trending here on Cody and Gold. Don't forget, though, a little bit later on today, the second annual Cody and Gold Toy Drive taking place at Jefferson's in North KC. Starting at 4, go until 7 o'clock. We'll probably be there a little bit longer than that, honestly. Most great likely. Great drinks, great food, and we're there for a great cause with the Boys and Girls Club of Greater Kansas City. We're asking you to bring a new and unwrapped toy or toys benefiting some families, some kids in the KC area. It's that simple. Just come by, swing by. Some of you, remember last year, you hung around, had some food and drink. That's what we hope you do as well. But there are a few people that say, hey, I don't have a whole lot of time. I could just drive Drop off this toy. That's great as well. That's what it's all about, trying to help out uh, kids in the Kansas City area. So please come by uh, this afternoon. We hope to see you guys. We appreciate all the support uh, from last year. We we'll hope to build on that a little bit later on, on this afternoon. Cody's going to be dressed as Santa, uh, so that will be entertaining in its own right. And, uh yeah, we'll be having a great time. Should I have time, kept
3: man. the beard up to that point? Could you imagine uh, how, how no much? Because God. it wouldn't. No. God, it no. just looks so bad. No. You know what I'm talking about, just like disheveled and drunk Santa? <laughs> that yeah. would have actually fit the vibe. That yeah. beard. <laughs> beard um what was on my face that would have fit the vibe of drunk disheveled santa this is going to be fun we honestly we got a really good turnout last year we were really happy for jefferson's to let us do it again we're just trying to get toys for kids for the boys and girls club i know a lot of people do these kind of toy drive during this time of year please come by and see us donate an unwrapped toy and give us a chance to to give some more this holiday season Looking forward to that. Also, looking forward to uh,
2: Nate Taylor coming in studio coming up at one o'clock from the Athletic. We'll get all into the Chiefs conversations that we've been having throughout this week already, including just this path for the Chiefs uh, for the postseason and maybe his thoughts on what Tyree Kill had to say because Tyree Hill was on Shannon Sharpe's podcast uh, yesterday. And this is not his; it needed to be said podcast again. This is this is which he hasn't done in
3: season, has he? As much? No, or remember he, he said he was taking it off, which is probably in season. Although so, it's, it's funny because Travis Kelsey's doing his in season doesn't seem to be affecting him.
2: No, no. This is Shannon Sharpe's podcast. What's the name of it again, Cody? Uh, the
3: oh, – now I've already forgotten. Uh, Club Shay Shay. Cl- yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the name <laughs> of it. He's so sassy when he says <laughs> it. Club Shea-Shea. uh Shay. That's the, that's the podcast. And, of
2: course, he was talking <laughs> about, you know, some of the stuff that we've already gone over, which is about the targets. And he was still complaining. He didn't think he got enough targets in Kansas City. It's just factually inaccurate. Uh, he acted as if there were multiple games where he would only get two targets. It happened, like, one time uh, last season. So that's just inaccurate. But what I thought was interesting is what he had to say about he wanted to be taken care of, and so any notion that it was not just about the money. I, listen to this again.
1: So check this out. I, t- I talked to Andy and I talked to uh, PM. I-, I talked to both of them, okay. Patrick Mahomes. So I'm like, so I talked to Coach Andy Reed and I'm like, Coach, like I don't even need to be the highest paid receiver. I just want to be taken care of, and I want to stay. You know, with Kelsey, I want to stay with Pat. I want to stay with my brother. So you had the conversation to end it. Look, I had that take conversation, care of your boy. Just, and you, I'm here. Just, just take care of your boy, man. Just make me 25 m's. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Match me with AJ Brown, and I'm cool with that. He was like, okay, okay, okay. So we get back there. They, they they got it to 25 m's, but the guaranteed money wasn't it wasn't looking right. So right. Me and Drew going back and forth with that. I'm like, Drew, it's fine. Drew's like, no, we can get more. We can get more. You know how agents are. Like, of we course. Get more. And that's what he should so do. So then I talked to Pat. He was like, Yeah, 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 yeah. He's saying the same thing. Bro, we gotta get you back. We gotta get you back. I'm like, yeah, bro. I wanna come back, bro. Like, let's make something happen. But make the money right. But make the money right. Like just make the, money right. like, just make the guaranteed money sound, sound right at least right. Yeah, bro. Like that hundred million and you give me twenty million guaranteed, that don't make sense to me. Exactly, exactly. Okay. So then like Miami had called, they was like, Look, we just gonna go all out. We're gonna give you 72 million guaranteed. And then I was like, "Bro, I can't turn that down."
3: Yeah. So the money. Like, <laughs> so like, so like, I asked for about first. The timeline's all screwed up. Yeah, Let's a- just a- H- accept that he lies a- in the podcast, and we understand that. Do you and think he meant AJ Brown deal do, happened do you after? Do think
2: he meant to say Devonte ah, Adams? I mentioned Devontae Adams earlier. I know so what I'm saying. Like do I, I meant, don't know because AJ Brown was traded on draft
3: day. I think he what he's trying to do is get away with a little white lie, and he's not thinking about the timeline not quite line up, and he's trying to make it seem like that it wasn't all about the money, and it was, and, and it's fine. it doesn't matter. Yeah, things can be about money. Like, that's not uncommon. It's, but like, the way be like, you know, I told them to get to a number and then they got to that number. And then Miami said they just give us whatever money they wanted. We got through there. You're like, okay. The most interesting dynamic part of this thing to me at this point is what will the feelings be like in the postseason from Chiefs fans, from Tyreek, and from the Chiefs players who used to play with Tyreek? I think Chiefs fans, because he keeps getting caught in these little lies, are going to slowly turn on him. They started to turn on in the offseason. We were saying kind of weird stuff and it had to be said and stuff that definitively did not have to be said and the Chiefs were uh, such a large majority of his topic base that it seemed like it came up and came up and came up. So I think Chiefs fans are not going to like him. I think Chiefs fans are going to slowly turn on Tyreek. They're going to remember you for the time already is? happened this past offseason? Yeah. Like, 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 it's getting worse. I think
2: there's obviously an importance of remembering he was part of one of the most famous plays in Chiefs history. You know what's making it easier to turn him on him? Helped a, a, a Super Bowl. But uh, I, I think a lot of people already turned on him. And I think, I don't know what you were about to say. Maybe you were about to say this. is There's a chance they play in the postseason this year. And that, if Tyreek Hill is able to uh, have a strong performance that knocks the Chiefs out of the playoffs... Then, it, then it's then it's done at that point in time. Like Then it's then it's then there's no going back.
3: Sure, but here's the thing. I think the reason why it's been easier for Chiefs fans to turn on him now versus even in the early part of the season is now they know it works. They weren't sure, sure, when they tated, traded Tyreek and he was talking a bunch in the offseason that the Chiefs were still going to look like the number currently to scoring offense in the NFL. They didn't know. They didn't know it was going to work. Now that it's working, go to be like, we don't need you. It's so easy as a fan to take that side. I think he still kind of hates the Chiefs for not paying him. I think you can tell, like, if you read between the lines and a little bit of these comments, look, he's fine to be super rich and live in Miami. I think he's mm-hmm. happy with that part. And he's having a great season. And he's having a great season. He's having a great statistical season. They throw the ball at him all the time. But I do think that there's still a little bit of the, like, why wouldn't you do that for me? Because if you're at that level of skill level, you know that they did it for someone else because they did it for Pat. That's it. They're like, we, you did it for him. Do it for me. They made Kelsey. The highest paid tight end with the best guarantees in in tight end NFL history. They did it for Chris Jones, right? They made him the second highest paid defensive lineman, interior defensive lineman in NFL history, only behind Aaron Donald. Why won't you do it for me? And what they're telling him is like, we offered you what was at the time probably going to make you the richest wide receiver in NFL history, but then Devontae Adams screwed it up. I still think it came down to that, but I think he holds it a little bit against him, and I think I think at some point his teammates won't like that. He keeps talking about it, but I think the playoff stuff is going to add juice to it. I do.
2: Yeah. I mean, like at some point he won't keep talking about the chiefs. I mean, I want to me once this season is over or the first time they play and they get that game out of the way, then I don't think it really will, will be much of a discussion anymore. But if they end up playing in a postseason, it is going to be a huge, huge storyline heading into that particular week. We know that we, we could have predicted that, uh, Earlier in the season, the way that the Dolphins had started out uh, now, it's just that they've kind of revved back up and Tyree kill, though. We'll see if he can get that ankle right They're They're a little banged up heading in this weekend's game against the the Buffalo bills. But yeah, I mean, I think overall you said, he, you know, they were, they were pointing out like what they had done for Mahomes and what they had done for Kelsey. I think that's a fair point also in why you, besides money, why you go to Miami, uh, he's the biggest star there. He is. He's the guy. Yeah. too is the quarterback, but he's, he's the guy. Here that was never, and I happen. think he'll want to do that he, in a here, playoff game, don't you? What do you want yeah. to prove that
3: he's the guy again?
2: Yeah, and like here that was he was great, but that he was never going to be the face or the guy. He was third in line, maybe fourth in line behind Chris Jones. It was Mahomes, Kelsey, maybe Tyreek three, if not Chris Jones three, I would argue, and then Tyreek four. And then, so that was that was never going to happen here. I think that a little bit of the ego hit there, uh, I, I think played a role.
3: I'd be afraid to play well. them. I think he'd want to stick he, it to Kansas City. Well, he thing. said
2: in that same podcast, he said, uh, "quote." Just know if we do play him at Showtime, they better have two on me, which uh, they better, by the just way. Just a general season. philosophy. Yeah, probably should. Probably should. Yeah. Recommend that. I mean, I don't think he's wrong with that statement.
3: They probably should have two guys on him. Yes. Who would would it be? I guess it'd be mixed coverage. Do you yeah, think it would rotate guys around? Probably just trying to decide who'd be the primary cover guy on Tyreek. That doesn't matter. That's an unfavorable position. To do you be want in. that matchup? Like do, if you're not nah, Well, I want it more than do Wait, you want hold on. The Chiefs playing the Dolphins in the playoffs? Uh, uh I want them the Both third things. least. Okay. So Okay. Okay. I would still rather play them than play Cincinnati or Buffalo. Sure. What about the Chargers? Would you rather play the Chargers I'd or Rather the play Dolphins. the Chargers again. Gold, do you agree? No. Miami's looked better at no. their peak this year I, than um, the Chargers have. I, we were talking about this before. And you're way down the list on Miami. Are they fourth? Well,
2: so here's my thing. I said this a month ago and it's still their defense, and the Chargers' defense sucks, too. So that's, that, that's obvious. Um, they did a nice job on Miami on, on Sunday night. You can see the
4: talent um, on the Chargers' defense.
2: If the Chargers are actually healthy in a playoff game, if they make it and they're healthy, when I, I'm talking about Keenan Allen and Mike Williams both on the field in that game, that, to me, is actually more dangerous because I think Herbert is the better quarterback between Tua and, and Herbert. That game, to me, is more dangerous. Third time playing a divisional opponent. Let's not kid ourselves. They played them really the didn't close. exactly just blow out the Chargers this year. So, yeah, as much as we make jokes about the Chargers, and they're all warranted, if it was wild card weekend and the Chiefs were the two seed and they had to host the Chargers, or you told me the Chiefs uh, were, in this scenario, hosting the Dolphins the same weekend. Yeah, actually, I, I, would, I would rather play the Dolphins. I really would. Two is not Justin Herbert. Dolphins defense sucks. Chargers defense not very good either. No, but Keenan, if Keenan Allen and Mike Williams aren't both out there, then yeah. does. So the answer is the Chargers.
3: Yeah. But they're a different team when Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are available. Here's the thing this is the conversation we had after the last really close game they played. They're not just a different team with those players. They play the Chiefs as if they are the Super Bowl caliber team everyone thinks they are in the offseason, but only the Chiefs. That's what I do hate about the Chargers. They're always up for them. They play them as well as any team yep. in the NFL. They don't play anyone as well as they play Kansas City. I still I don't want to I don't want to see Tyreek in a playoff game, man. You know why? I've seen it. It's pretty good. It's super scary. He can change it in a, I just in this saw, last game. Thing, though. I, I, they lost that game. I just saw what we
2: we just had this conversation. What the 49ers laid out 2 weeks ago against the Dolphins and we saw the Chargers replicate it. And until the Dolphins can adapt and change the way, the, much of the same conversation we always said last year. Like, oh, teams are playing Mahomes differently. The last, the last two weeks, teams are playing Tua differently. Until he can prove, prove that he can adjust to that, they're not as, they're not as dangerous. Tyree Kill is going to be a weapon, but that offense as a whole is not as dangerous right now as it was three weeks ago. It's just not
3: currently. No, but I mean, has is the Chargers offense more dangerous than Miami. Keenan right? Allen and
2: Mike Williams are more dangerous than my, if Miami can get back to what they were three weeks ago, then of course the dolphins are one of the most dangerous offenses in football, but they have to show that they can win in the way teams are now going to start matching. Cause up both those
3: them. defenses stink.
2: Yeah. I said that. Yeah.
3: You know, so, I mean, it's not like one, you're we're li- all we're talking about is, Who can score more points? And to me, it's like with the Chargers, right? That's a team that I consistently be like...
2: Justin Herbert hasn't had Michael Williams and Keenan Allen all year, and he finally just got them back.
3: I know. And see, that's what's hard. Because if I I go through the schedule, it's like, yeah, why do they only score 23? They're the most confusing offense sometimes. Herbert looked great. Mm -hmm. In a game in which they couldn't break 23 points, it's so confusing with them. Week before that, 20. Week before that, 25. Week before that, 27. Week before that, 16. Week before that, 20. Like, are they capable of scoring again, 30 All those anymore? games you
2: mentioned, though, without Mike Williams and Keenan Allen together, that's what I'm saying. This was the first time all year that Mike Williams and Keenan yeah. Allen finished a game together.
3: The Chargers haven't... Like, it, to me, this is what it kind of comes down to as far as who's the more dangerous offense and why I still think it's Miami. The Chargers haven't scored 30 in a game since October 9th.
2: And they have... Again, I don't... Know, I know they haven't had the they people. They haven't the had... I understand. That's, that's why the caveat with this... is Williams Smith-Schuster,
3: he's still dropping 30 on people sometimes. Yeah. It happens.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, Travis Kelsey uh, is the chief's number one weapon. I understand. Austin Eckler has been the Chargers'
3: number one weapon. He's been there the entire year. He's a year. running
2: back, Cody. He's not a wide receiver. He's a tight end. end. Well, I mean. No, he's not, he's not Eckler's Echler, not a tight end.
3: No, I'm saying like, I thought you were getting where I was like, it's like we're lumping in. We're like, he's not a wide receiver or tight end. or it's
2: Yeah, it's, but you can't possibly think that uh, having Austin Eckler still, no Mike Williams and Keenan Allen is the same as Kelsey or uh, Mahomes having Kelsey but not having Juju for a week.
3: Austin Eckler is going to have, I don't know. Uh, he'll, I mean, receiving. you won't have as much as Kelsey. Obviously, he'll have, I don't know, eight, nine hundred yards receiving. All I'm saying, he is, is their Mal- best. He's the weapon, best
2: quarterback though. in football. But we can't possibly be comparing the Chargers' offensive no. weapons that have been out to the same as Juju missing two weeks. That's just not even a fair comparison.
3: No, but I'm just saying that it's not like that. They had nobody, but they did. Cody, Lee, jo-
2: Josh Palmer was their, their top receiver for six weeks.
3: But Austin, I'm, I'm saying Austin Eckler has been their, their number one receiver all year with or without the talent. They are throwing him more than anybody. I know that it's not the same as having a wide receiver, but I don't think that they're just stuck there. All
2: right, let's get to all 32 in the NFL presented by Anthony plumbing, heating, cooling, and electric last night, Monday night football. Yeah, we did see Kyler Murray go down very early three plays in to that game. Um, uh, Done for the season. Reports are looking like a ACL injury. That team, as a whole, has been done for quite some time. They never got revved up. Usually, it's the failure in the back half of the season. Well, they just never got it going this year. I want to talk about Cliff Kingsbury because he can't win at home. This is crazy. The, the stats now for him—they've in their last 13 home games, and last night was one of them. The Cardinals are now one in 12. Wow. I, I bring this up because the, the assumption automatically is, oh, like, well, the Cliff is getting fired. You should. He got an extension last this past offseason. Now Kyler's hurt. DeHop was out the first six weeks. Hollywood Brown ended up being out for four or five weeks. What I'm saying is I think he will be back next season, and those will be the reasons why they talk themselves into saying, no, let's run it back one more year. We've seen and heard the dysfunction on the Hard Knocks show. That's a dangerous thing to do if you're the Arizona Cardinals. We know the GM's not going anywhere. Steve Kime's not going anywhere. Kyler's no. not going anywhere. No, the only you got a guy bunch you of can money. replace is Cliff. But I wonder with all three of those things I laid out, if that's what they're going to talk themselves into, keeping a guy that can't win at home. I mean, cannot win at home.
3: He was an underperforming college coach. This was never really supposed to work in the NFL. The deal didn't make sense at the time. No team falls apart better than the Cardinals. Well,
5: They, again, they always just have
3: like a run where they look good and just always fall apart.
5: Wheels completely
2: come off every year. This will be the first year under Cliff that they don't win more games than the year prior.
3: I know, but it seems like they always just like, I don't know, they just don't turn into that kind of team. I still think that they'll probably fire him in the offseason. I can understand why they don't. But if I've got Kyler Murray and I just gave him a bunch of money, I'm going to go find, I don't know he's an offensive-minded head coach, but I'm going to go find a better one, right? I'm going to find somebody to work with him in a different capacity and I'm going to try to change things up because we're stuck. We have a quarterback, we're out of the rookie window, he's already making his money, and we have to start finding ways to win with Kyler while we can't afford the other things around Kyler. You and know so- what?
4: You know what though? The the problem they made was hitching their wagon to him, and I know that the conventional wisdom is that oh, well, you have to, right? He's a good quarterback, and even though he's not yeah. a franchise, you have to pay him. I should be the GM of the Arizona Cardinals because I would come in and say, No, I don't. Sorry. We don't like him enough. We'll just trade him. We'll let some. We'll make him somebody else's problem. We'll hit the reset button. That's why more GMs like me
2: should buck conventional wisdom and just say we don't there's like him a, enough to give him two
3: hundred Hard to make target. that decision if you're I not going to keep your job.
2: I get what you're saying, but yeah, there's there's the job part of it where it's like you just don't have as long of a leash as you used to, and also let's I'll be say, a martyr.
3: Say, I'll be a martyr. I don't care. I'll save the franchise. Take a grenade for you, man. What a guy. Yeah. What a guy. (laughs) I thought about talking about Brock Purdy because of the young quarterback thing, but what Trevor Lawrence has been doing since week nine is what I'm going to talk about instead. Trevor Lawrence, since week nine, has 1,300 passing yards, 10 touchdowns, no picks, completing 71% of his passes and the the number two rated passer rating during that time. Uh, Seems like it's clicking again. I know that we've gone through this with Trevor Lawrence before. But there is still so much talent he possesses. It feels like he's bound and determined to be a very good NFL quarterback. And now maybe we're finally starting to see that if you for a full year put him with a competent offensive coordinator, put him with a competent head coach, put a little talent around him and give him some time that they'll start showing it. They're not a perfect team. They probably won't end up being a playoff team. But now that we're getting to the end of the season and we're seeing what Tennessee is, it's not as crazy that before the season, we said that it was, wouldn't be insane. If I saw Jacksonville in the postseason. they're not going to be that far off by the time this year ends.
2: Yes. Yeah, so I still think the Titans win that division and end up representing the AFC South, but they're the, the Jags Same, are still heading. Crazy. Jags are still heading in the right direction. Next year will be a massive year for Trevor Lawrence and the Jags, because that'll be like, you got to make the playoffs year three second year under doug peterson this year was all about uh getting trevor lawrence right and, and utilizing that talent and getting him with a coach that could bring it out and that is what doug peterson has has done they spent a ton of money in the offseason they will now have to continue to draft around him. they're not going to have near the, the luxury to spend as much in free agency this go around they're going to have to try to build it through the draft but it looks like trevor lawrence uh, has kind of figured something out here
4: all right, so uh you, I have no time left to give mine. And Cody, you kind of stole mine, and I think you knew that you stole mine cuz you knew I wanted to talk about what yeah, was happening did. in Tennessee. So, yeah, you did, you I'm did. actually going to pivot. You gave me one NFC quarterback. Anything, I'll see your playing I'll see your NFC quarterback playing well. I'll give you one who's playing even better. Jared Goff Detroit Lions is the second best quarterback in the NFC this year. We know what Jalen Hurts is doing MVP favorite. Jared Goff is second, it's in weird. The, You're not second in the NFC in passing touchdowns, third in the NFC in passing yards. He has less interceptions than Patrick Mahomes, than Tom Brady, than Josh Allen. Well, no, he doesn't have less than Tom Brady, but he has less than <laughs> Joe Burrow. Jared Goff's having a really good season and leading a top 10 offense. I know he was sort of forgotten in that trade and was sort of left uh, out, let out to pasture sort of when he was traded to Detroit, but... How He's been the that? perfect quarterback for what Dan Campbell's trying to build.
3: Detroit got the better quarterback and a top five pick. Wow. Oh, oh. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, kiddie, I'm, I'm about to cut the music on Better, that. better. Currently no. better quarterback? This is the situation you'd rather have. The they Detroit both won tra- the trade. We let let already had this let conversation. We, first, they both, the, the Rams don't go back on the trade. They won the Super Bowl. So let's make it very clear. As it currently sits for the next however many years, including you would rather have Jared Goff than Stafford. It's not even close going forward. So they have the quarterback performing better this year and for the foreseeable future uh, uh, and have a top five pick. What do you mean? The Lions. Uh, and you, they you were left never going to win this Super
4: Bowl with Stafford. The you Lions. left one thing, though. You left one thing out. It's that the Rams got a Super
3: Bowl out of it. Okay, this I right. wasn't saying that the Rams blew
2: this. I'm not saying the Lions made a mistake by trying Stafford, but you saying that the Lions got the better quarterback. I, I,
3: they they the, have the better the quarterback. The
2: year after they traded... Away, Stafford. For the first eight weeks, he was an MVP candidate, and he won a Super Bowl. Had I'll make sure to put that year. on his trophy.
3: Eight week MVP candidate. Well, oh, so what, what's Derek Goff this year? Oh, really good season
4: God. for five
3: win team. What is? You, what is wrong with you? This
4: what is you offensive. Mean? It's not offensive.
2: Uh, by the way, your comment about golf it just tells you how bad is the quarterback play in the NFC, dude. <laughs> well, because we th- I mean think about the guys we thought were going to be up there:
4: Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Dak Prescott, none Matthew of them. Are, none of those guys are playing <laughs> yeah. up to the standard we
2: thought they would. I mean, the best court in the NFC is yeah, it's Geno Smith and it's Jared Goff and then who's, like Jalen Hurts and Jalen Hurts and after that, it's a massive gap, isn't it? Who's like who's next? Kirk Cousins, yeah, and Dak. I mean, T- that's Brady,
3: yeah. It's but good. you should be playing better than like that's the crazy like Dak. You guys should be probably playing better than Jared Goff. Hey, you nope, don't get to join
2: us in this I anymore. Can
3: do whatever I want. You're the enemy <laughs>
2: for the rest of this segment. <laughs> Thinking of Jalen Hurts. He is now the favorite to win MVP. What's actually going to happen? And still the case for Patrick Mahomes next.
0: This holiday season, give a gift beyond compare. Topsy's Popcorn is great for game-time snacking, holiday parties, or is a perfect anytime treat. Visit Topsy'sPopcorn.com or one of our stores today. Topsy's Popcorn, it's the good stuff.
2: Here on Cody and Gold, Alex Gold, Cody Tap Nick Schwartz with you. We'll get to the random question today coming up in about seven minutes or so. Also, Nate Taylor from The Athletic will join us in studio coming up at one o'clock here on a Tuesday edition. Final show for Nick producing for about eight days or so. Yeah, be careful the way you word that. Nick will be leaving us for eight days. He's on suspension. Fi- final show for Nick. He's on suspension. Last show for Nick.
3: Well, Germany. I did not want. It's kind big... of an aggregate thing for all the stuff you did over the calendar year? They're <laughs> gonna need you to take a couple weeks off. It's like the best way to do it, right? Just give me an extra
4: week off. Well, before suspending the holidays? you
3: suspending you one day at a time is too much work. We just thought <laughs> add it all up,
4: put it all into one pot. Is this
2: like a Chris Beard situation? Is this with pay or without pay? Uh, this this one's with pay for now. Sweet. Uh, since you didn't do anything illegal that we know. Next
3: time, about. we'll see. Yeah, or I, mean, you I like how you guys are. are, guys are, are acting Germany? as
2: if you're the
4: disciplinarians <laughs> here in Odyssey. That was the uh, most...
3: they consulted
4: with both of us. That was a pretty phlegmy laugh. Someone, <laughs> says,
2: someone says, "Dude, Nick gets the most vacation ever." Oh yeah, oh yeah.
3: Well, it just feels that way because Nick takes one day off every two weeks, yeah. and then <laughs> at the end of the year, takes. Yeah. How much vacation does your work offer? Is it not ten weeks? Like Nick's taking this year? <laughs> Ten is weeks. That, is that not Ten what you get? Ten weeks.
2: My goodness. Anyway, uh, yes. So we'll we'll have uh, Jed producing for us for the next couple of days starting tomorrow. Oh, and, he,
4: and I've already got a sneak peek of what Jed has in store tomorrow. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. Us? You guys, specifically. Okay. Hmm. Jed's a P1. I think that should be remembered here. He knows about things that are spoken on yeah. the air when he's not. Yeah, yeah. On yeah, the yeah. Show.
3: Does he listen more or less than Sean Barber and Rob Collins? Nobody. The two other biggest listeners nobody
4: of this show. Nobody listens more than those two.
2: That's probably accurate. Someone says the verdict fi- the verdict is finally in for killing the goose. 8-day suspension. <laughs> Eight it day took sus- a while. Legal legal had to go over it. Also, is this the last show for Nick before he goes to Arrowhead Pride? I don't know. You tell me. Can you answer that question?
4: Right now all I'm committed up to is is this show.
2: I really think well, I care
4: about the guys and that radio booth and that's all i'm thinking about right now
2: okay i let my agent
4: handle that stuff
2: you block out all the other noise yeah okay i'm still waiting for the chiefs german podcast hosted by nick short is going to start up i'm assuming there's He's already gonna it. there's going to be a
3: game in germany next
2: year we all know it
4: i think it's smart you i should. heard that there were already billboards outside of the uh munich airport that said coming soon it was a picture of travis kelsey
2: well the Chiefs already have uh like a marketing office.
3: We've already in said Germany, we both for the wheel if they don't play in Germany. Today. They're playing in
2: Germany. Yeah. Next year. We just don't know yet. which city. We don't. I, I want to say it's Frankfurt, but that's not a sure thing. Are so, you...
3: so I guess do some
2: scouting. By the way, I'm sure there already is Someone a says also last show Chiefs uh, German podcast. This, this is true. Last show for Nick as maybe a single man. <laughs> I'm not single.
4: <laughs> well right, uh, as an uh, unengaged man, man you yeah, know.
2: Yeah, as an as an yeah, unengaged. Everybody gonna, thinks look, I'm
4: getting engaged. I, like, I'll like. i just go ahead and tell you right now. I'm not coming back engaged. Th- this is why we
3: think this. And I still, I, I, won't, I won't put it not zero percent. I know why you think it. Because, <laughs> Nick, a couple days before Christmas, a snowflake slowly trickled down, Okay, is going to be eating at the base of a German castle <laughs> mm-hmm. with his long-term girlfriend mm-hmm. in an overseas vacation. If mm-hmm. that's not a Hallmark movie, I know. engagement... I don't know what is. Okay. I agree. I got news for I you. I agree. This My
4: life is not a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Things don't move in slow motion. We always like to think, like, in sports, like, oh, wouldn't this just be a great ending? It's not a movie. Life's not a movie. All right? It's just life. And I'm not getting engaged. And everybody keeps asking
2: me, and it's not happening. I still think the biggest question so, I'm around like, it, Nick though, Saban, is...
4: Not the, gonna happen, so <laughs> quit asking. I, I still think the question
2: is, like, as multiple people you can attest around the office said had mentioned like you got to make sure she's not expecting you to you're saying you're not but is she she's no, telling you, she's she actually she truly, told me she she's actually not told me to? not to do it she, but does she doesn't not, want
3: to ever marry you well she doesn't want to be proposed to in public but at the base of the castle, just the two of you is not really in public. It's still just the two yeah, of you. And nobody's saying to propose When at, they say at the public stadium, proposal, they don't mean no one can be any like just supposed to do it in like yeah. the, the, the kitchen. <laughs> like I think they just don't mean like don't make a big public. Don't do just it at the Royals like, game. Don't have 40 of I'm her friends not... and family around to like hold up a sign. I think Ta- that means not this public.
2: 913, if you're taking your long term girlfriend overseas during Christmas season, don't <laughs> engage, she's gonna be upset no matter what she's I think saying. she'll be okay with the fact that, you know,
4: we're going to Germany. I don't think she I don't think she needs a cherry on top. <laughs>
3: Ooh. okay. I'm putting it at like half a percent. I it's,
4: believe you and you say that you're not. I'm because. telling you right now, it is 0.0%. 0. Zero? 0. Yes. And if we were to ask her, she'd say 0.0% yes. chance?
3: Yes. I think it's like 0.5%. I, you know.
4: I know that like a lot of people, and I get it, like there's people that have been in, Cody or one of them, has been in relationships much, much longer than I have and feel like you've got a better, you know, pulse of... What women want or I what think they in mean. In year,
5: you've got a pretty good pulse they, of what they want.
4: Yeah, what they mean when they say certain things. I can tell you with 100% certainty, like, that. This the relationship I have with my girlfriend, there are not hidden meanings behind, like, oh, don't do it For things this big, like of this magnitude, of, like, getting engaged, she's not, like, telling me one thing. Mm. And Hoping meaning. for the other? No. There are times, of course, we all do that, right? Or maybe you're a little passive-aggressive. Sure. But when it comes to engagement, I can promise you. Okay. There's not like a hidden meaning. Like, I hope
3: people when they're like, he he he's like, ring. hey, do you want some new golf clubs? Because I'm like, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. I, you know what? No, don't spend the money. And you're like, come on, come on, come on, come on. No, that, I would, yeah, I would <laughs> say, no, if she asked if
4: I wanted some new golf clubs, I'd say, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I want these ones. I already have them bookmarked.
3: Do you want some new golf clubs?
4: For
2: Christmas? Someone says no, I you're wasting your money. <laughs> if you're going to Germany and you're not marrying this girl,
3: there's no other reason to go. Nobody else would want to travel overseas and see and do stuff, Nick. You know, good question from the text line. <laughs> if, I did,
4: if I did get engaged, would would that make me him? I don't,
3: like, you I, have that dog
4: in you for I, sure. No, I think we clearly know What's Nick that? does not
0: have that dog in because he's not
4: proposing while overseas. I think that means I it's do have point. that dog in me. Like that makes me a savage, right? That oh. I'm going to Germany and not getting engaged, like savage move, bro. Right. And I have that dog in me.
2: Someone says if she's telling him where and when to propose or not, they're already engaged. Uh, that, yeah. They're
3: pre-engaged.
2: Yeah, I would say, definitely. Pre-engaged. I would say that too. We are pre-engaged. All right, we'll get to uh, we'll get to the random question of the day. Uh, in, in just a couple minutes, but the MVP race in the NFL has completely shifted. It was just a few weeks ago where Mahomes was in firm control, it appeared, at least when the odds market uh, we're, were looking at it, uh, minus 450, minus 550. Well, now Jalen Hurts is the favorite at FanDuel, number, uh, minus 180, and Patrick Mahomes is plus 200, Joe Burrow 10 to 1. It's a two-horse race. We know that. Look, I, I think Patrick Mahomes is still the MVP this season. I think if Jalen Hurts is going to win it, though, man. So we know narrative is so big. Nope. What a hater, Nick. Did you not doesn't, hear what I just said? Yeah, yeah, you, gonna, you are a hater. Doesn't You're not think a real fan. Mahomes do is going to win the MVP. I, I have quite a bit of money. Wow, wow, I, wow. I have quite a bit of money to win if Mahomes wins. So trust me, I, I will gladly. I, what I said was, I think Jalen Hurts is going to win it. Mahomes has absolutely got to me the stronger case to do so. There's 53 people that get a vote on the MVP award, and it is narrative driven. And right now, if you turn on any national talk show, TV, radio, whatever, the last two Mondays after games, Jalen Hurts has been one of the number one topics in terms of quarterback play in the NFL. Um, Do I think Patrick Mahomes hasn't put together an MVP season? Uh, Of course I think he has put together an unbelievable year. He's going to potentially get to 5,000 yards, 40 touchdowns, And maybe still be the number one seed in a year where he doesn't have Tyreek Hill. And that was always kind of a knock against him. Is that, well, you got Tyreek and Travis. And they have the number one, number two offense in football. He has more than a case to do it. I just think with the way the narrative has shifted quickly. Jalen Hurts, what he's doing on the ground, coupled with through the air, on the best record in the NFL. And he's fresh. He's new. People aren't aren't bored. And I think it sucks. But that's why... We wake up on Monday and we see Jalen Hurts as almost a double favorite in terms of of the odds market. Is it
3: because it is less of their job, typically, that we value rushing yards as a quarterback more than passing? I think it should be. Stupid. Because Patrick Mahomes is going to finish with more total yards. I'll give you both. I'll give you his passing and his rushing and Jalen Hurts. And all of his passing and rushing touchdowns, and I'll give you Mahomes. All of his passing and rushing, and all of his passing and rushing touchdowns. And guess who's going to lead in both of those categories? Total yards and touchdowns, Mahomes and Mahomes.
2: Now he's gonna he's gonna win on almost every
3: category. So you're absolutely right that he should win it. There's yeah. no doubt about it in that mind. I'm it, I'm uh, way there. I, I saw, but I also think he's going to.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I saw. I don't know if it was Ryan Clark or somebody over on ESPN yesterday had mentioned that they think it's a Jay is the clear front runner. Okay, look. You can bo-
3: on both ends? By the way, no. Other than having no- a record that's no- two games better, that's it. Nobody- which is pretty minor,
2: by the way. Nobody's the clear front runner. Even if you're, you're saying you think Mahomes should be the front runner. Still, he's not. He's not the clear front runner. He, to me, has put together already more than a capable MVP sa- season. Unfortunately, we know how these awards usually are voted on. It's 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 a huge bit of narrative, and I'm I think unless Patrick Mahomes goes out the final four weeks and and absolutely puts up ridiculous stats, I think it's going to be hard, Cody, for the narrative that a lot of the media has already decided on shifts back towards his favorite. Shouldn't that, some of the narrative concern.
3: with Jalen Hurts be that he has the league's best offensive line, defensive line, some of the best wide receivers in the NFL? Like, he currently, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think he has the best roster in the entire NFL on his team. Do you? I think if you right now you just like it's a redraft of rosters. Remember we did this with quarterbacks. Yeah, redraft of rosters. Week one you got to start with anybody's roster in the NFL. You taking anyone over the Eagles?
2: Uh the Bills would have still been a strong contender because they had a healthy Von Miller at that point. In
3: time. If it's current, then it would be the yeah, Eagles. Yeah, but yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, before the season because right they now, had a Right now se-
2: it's the Eagles. Yeah, I mean I think I just think the reality is Jalen Hurts needs to have a clunker and Mahomes needs a four plus touchdown game. I just to think Mahomes shifted around.
3: I think Mahomes needs to stop turning it over. That's certainly, and I think that'll happen. That three
2: interceptions really, I mean, that hurts. It's a three. That hurts.
3: If it's two, somehow it feels a lot different. The three picks certainly feel different. To me, it's a matter of the Eagles just can't win out. That, to me, is the biggest hurdle remaining for Mahomes not to win it. The reason why I think he will is I don't think the Eagles will win out, which means I think the Chiefs will finish with three losses. The Eagles will finish with two. That's the same. Mahomes will have more yards, more touchdowns. In my opinion, Mahomes has the better story because we've watched every single Chiefs game this year. Have you watched a single broadcast that has not mentioned the fact that Tyreek Hill is no longer on this audience? It is one of the single biggest narratives in the NFL this season. So it's like that will always linger and loom and be a part of the conversation. And that helps Mahomes. The fact that he's doing it without Tyreek as far as this MVP thing goes. I know that sometimes when it comes to, like, being the best player at the best time, they find reasons not to vote for you, and they like the new that's guy the instead, and the fresh thing, blood. Yeah. But because it's been four years since Mahomes won the MVP, and he's only won the one, I don't feel like it dings him quite as much. Yeah, look, I,
2: you and I are on the same page in terms of, like, what it should be. I just, I'm just not feeling great. You're no that, longer uh, feeling like he's going to win it. Yeah, I'm not, I don't I don't feel great that that's going to be the narrative. And I know there's plenty of people listening that have Mahomes MVP tickets. We're all in the same boat. We're all hoping uh, because
3: I think everybody- We all took those free stand. bets around the time Absolutely. it became legalized in Kansas and eight to one, threw that $100, nine to, eight, nine to one. On yeah, if, away. and
2: if you bet on Barstool that first day, you got them at 15 to one. I mean, yeah. I mean, there, there's... By the way, if you
3: got them at 15 to one, I'm going to give you a little advice here. Yeah. Hedge. Yeah, it's a two-horse race. Can,
2: hedge! The problem is it's gotten up to almost minus 200 now, so you're starting to get to a little dicey territory. But yes, I, Joe, Burrows tend to, Joe Burrow's not winning this thing. It is between Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes, plain and simple. One of those two guys is winning the MVP. We could, but if we you get,
3: waited a week and things evened up a little bit and Jalen Hurts went to 110, then you should hedge.
2: Yeah, I don't think today, I don't think today is the day to put money on no. Jalen Hurts.
3: But there is a time before the end of this year to try to hedge that Mahomes, Mahomes bet, most likely. Let's say
2: Mahomes against the Texans. Bad team. Four, They're one of
3: the worst ranked defenses four in the touch,
2: yes. Four touchdowns, Chiefs blow out the Texans. Jalen Hurts in the Eagles, he has, a, he has a decent performance. Jalen Hurts would still be the favorite on Monday, but we would see this thing close to where Mahomes is like plus 120, Jalen Hurts is minus 110. You know what I mean? That, that's how you narrow it. I don't No think-
3: shot for Joe Burrow? I,
2: I don't know. No, not he's believe nine, so, ten to
3: one. No way. Well, it's not even just. It's seven and a half ju- to one. It's, it's
2: not even at ten to one at FanDuel, the official sports book of 610 Sports Radio. That's not the one I support. Uh, the uh, <laughs> America's number one sports book. Um, well, I'm, I guess a bad what, MG, man. I'm I'm unbiased. I don't get paid by any of them, as a matter of fact. Hey, which me neither, man. Yeah, man, we're in the no, same club. No, we're not club. corporate shills. No, we don't get paid by any of them. The company gets paid. I, I don't you get paid. You just it.
3: said the official
2: sports book I don't get paid. I'm not in the. I'm not a
3: corporate shill while taking a squig of a drink and being, Ice-cold Coke.
2: No, like in fact, you're the only person on the show getting a check from a sports betting company. Fact?
5: Oh, oh,
2: that's tough to say. I think that's a fact. So, I don't think
5: it is that tough to say. <laughs> anyway,
2: point being, anyway, he's 10-1. to 1. He's 10-1. Joe Burrow is... I, it's not even just the odds. I just... Joe Burrow is going to be behind on touchdowns. The same thing that we just mentioned that. He's he's behind behind all the stats
3: on both of those guys. Yeah,
2: and he's got a team that's not a sure thing to even win their division yet. Yeah. I just think it's too much. All right, let's get to
3: the uh, random questions. Random question. For you, Gold. For you, Nick. And over in the J-Southland Toe Service text line, 913-586-7610. The random question today brought to you by the window source of Kansas City. Obviously devastating news for college football today as we... Uh, the, the anticipated, I guess, at this point, unfortunately, news that Mike Leach had passed away after finding out he'd been hospitalized with a serious heart condition, which brings up a lot of great memories. And we talked about all the stuff that he did for the sport, but also Mike Leach is famous for saying all oh, kinds yeah. of incredible cuts. So my, my random question today in honor of him is, what is your favorite Mike Leach cut? I'll start with, um, since we were talking about Nick and Germany and all that. I think mine is his advice on weddings. So here is Mike Leach on weddings.
5: Coach, I know you have strong thoughts
0: on weddings. Um, I'm in the middle of planning one right now. Do you have any advice for me? Who are you marrying? His name is Trevor.
5: Okay, yeah, well, I'll have to set up a meeting and I'll talk to him. Um, Okay, so uh, where's Trevor
0: from? He's from Florida.
5: What does Trevor do for a living?
0: He works in sports as well, covers football
5: he does what
0: he covers football as well
5: really well I don't know we'll keep a close (laughs) eye on it but whatever you and Trevor decide I would kind of keep it on the down low which you failed to do that Trevor was probably planning to but you didn't Uh, so go ahead and uh, uh, don't don't say anything else about it but as soon as the season's over or even an off week go elope trust me on that go elope Because basically every female in the family is going to terrorize you guys until it's over. Once it's over, I mean, they'll be upset for a few days, but it'll be over. And then, you know, you cruise uh, along, have a happy marriage, have a happy
0: life. I'll pass along the message. Thanks, Coach. Congrats (laughs) on the win.
5: Trevor, unless he's crazy, is totally on my side. And trust me on this, (laughs) if Trevor doesn't uh, uh, have the sense to do that, Tell him to call me because, I mean, he needs to do trust. I've told all my kids, I'll give you $10,000 extra if you elope. So far, they haven't done it, but I would, too. I'll
2: have him call you for sure.
5: All right. Thanks, Coach. All right, thanks. (laughs) One of the classic. (laughs) I'll have him call you for sure. Okay.
2: Classic Mike Leach uh, sideline reporter interview. Uh, another one, I won't play the full cut because it's a little long, but uh, at his press conference, he was asked about the mascots and when he was coaching at Washington State, so he was in the Pac-12, uh, and he went and gave a very extensive breakdown of each mascot in the conference.
6: Well, first of all, what kind of mythical powers does a Sun Devil have? We've got to consider that. I'm going to say the Wildcats out. Uh, the Trojan, is he? does he have a horse or is he on foot? Does he have a bow and arrow or just his sword? Uh, The Bruin, definitely formidable. Another bear up there at Cal. Uh, The tree, I imagine that tree's going to get chopped down, (laughs) unless we're going to go with a bird and somebody might get pecked or something. I don't know. And then um, the duck, the duck might lose interest and just fly away and get out of there, which may be good advice under the circumstances. Uh, The husky, no chance. Uh, The beaver, well, we'll see how long that beaver can hold his breath. Um, the uh, the Ute, again, we're back to, uh, is he on horseback? Does he have a bow and arrow? Did he trade for a rifle? I mean, you know, because if that Ute's got a rifle, there's some definite problems. You know, you'd have to get one of those Harry Potter activists to read up on how you kill a sun devil because there's a lot of uh, outside stuff there. Um, just as far as a beast alone, uh, a buffalo is going to be pretty hard to tangle with. I mean, a, bu- a buffalo is d- utterly outstanding. Well, but Butch but is going to have to be clear-minded and crafty. I mean, Butch will, Butch will find a way. There's no question. The cougar find a way. Uh, clear-minded and crafty—a combination of stay out of harm's way and and uh, <clears throat> and attack when you get your uh, your chances or your openings. I mean, it's. It- very well thought out answer about
2: about mascots you ask any other coach in the country about what do you think of the mascots of the conference you're going to get a weird look and like well uh, obviously whatever your whatever coach he whatever school he's coaching at they're just going to give a cliche answer like well obviously the cougar is going to win that one well he's mike leach is so funny that's what he gets credit for and that's what i think he'll be remembered for obviously
4: aside from being a innovative and and great forward-thinking football coach but he He's so authentic and unapologetically himself, and a lot of coaches are afraid to go there because they know if I start losing, my personality will be used against me in a way to say that I'm not sound, I'm not right, I'm not—whatever it is. You know how fans can get into an uproar. This guy has been at every level of football, going from Texas Tech and then having to sort of take a step back— and take a step out of football and go to Washington State and made it all the way to the SEC, and he never changed. He never changed up one single bit, and I don't know of a single other football coach
3: or coach in general you could say that about. I know it sounds silly because, like, what he's describing in this, that is a highly intelligent response. Do you see how he's processing each bit of that information for a minute? On the spot to come up with some version of some answer for every mascot – One at a time. Like, we do ad-lib radio all the time. Do you know how hard it is to break down each individual mascot like that in that moment? Nick, before we go to break, do you have yours?
4: My what? No. No, we need to go to break. Okay, fine.
2: Coming up next, Nate Taylor from the Athletic. We get right back into the Chiefs and ask him what has to happen down the stretch.
0: There's Kelsey to the end zone. Cody and Gold brought to you by Gann Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gann Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at GANNasphalt.com. Don't miss the Chiefs Red Half Hour every day at 1130 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?